Welcome to the All Kill cast. We are a uh, program <laughs> dedicated to uh, K-pop and the happenings of the Korean music industry in general. I'm... <laughs> wow, this is a really, really good first introduction. <laughs> I'm Patrick, and with me is my co-host, <laughs> In case anyone's wondering... In case anyone's wondering what we're laughing at is we just watched an old episode of Golden Tambourine where they do Fantastic Baby <laughs> and that old dude comes out doing the top part that Ariana absolutely hates. I'm gonna throw him. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop the recording. Alright, you good? Alright. So, uh, <laughs> a little bit about ourselves. Uh, we are two K-pop junkies <clears throat> who, uh, we actually host another show called Banshee Jam where we did a, uh, an episode on K-pop and just, uh, that show came dangerously close to becoming just a K-pop podcast, so we thought we would just go ahead and bite the bullet and do one. Yeah, it, uh, seems that there is a, uh... There's a market for it. There's an audience for K-pop, uh, podcasts. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't know if there are many out there, but we are the number one K-pop podcast in the world. Yeah. As of right now. Yep. Um, all other K-pop podcasts could probably just quit. Yeah, you know, we're here. We're so. here. So, so you guys can just shut us. it down now if you need, yep. if you want to. It's been holding our spot. Um, so, uh, to, uh, to get started, um, if you want to tell uh, the audience a little bit about how you got into this shit. Okay, um... I, I've been watching, like, Korean dramas for, like, years. My friend got me into it. And, you know, more recently, um, I, I, I would say that I wasn't, like, really interested in pop music. This is actually my first delving into pop music in my life. Ever? Yeah. Like, oh. I grew up listening to, like, rock and punk and, you know, uh, all kinds of, of rough shit and, uh. I, I never really cared about, like, boy bands or anything growing up, or, you know, any, any of that shit. Britney Spears and whatnot. And now, you're, now you're the president of the uh, Block B fan club. Yes, I am, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've claimed that title. Um, yeah, so my, my co-worker recently uh, just started showing me a bunch of videos of K-pop, and I grew to like it, like... Uh, it's it's good music. It it has its own vibe. It's not like American pop music. It's not, you know, something you should listen to just because it's Korean and you want to like I don't know be weird about it. Like it's it's really good. It's like the first non-Western type of music to really like make it worldwide, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, especially with uh, <clears throat> old news now. But about what two weeks ago, BTS took home the. Uh... Took home an award from the Billboard uh, Music Awards. Yeah, and that's awesome. Which is pretty tight. I don't really I don't like want... any guy bands except for Big Bang, but like that's still pretty awesome. And I don't want like 
the Billboard Music Awards to be like, hey, we're we're the ones that made them famous. Like they're not. They're like, going. They they're going to say they were already that. like I mean, hugely famous before they were on the Billboard Awards. This is just the first time that they've been on a gigantic American television show. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So I'd say I've been listening to K-pop for about a year, like casually. Um, but I recently have just fallen completely down the rabbit hole. And here we are. Um, what about you? I myself, uh, actually, which is going to make this episode even more depressing for me, um, I actually kind of casually liked uh, Orange Caramel. Um, wow, actually, the way this story is going to go is double depressing, uh, especially considering what we're going to be talking about. Um, I actually kind of casually liked Orange Caramel, and that was the only like K-pop group I really kind of knew about because I thought they were cute and... I, you know, I like their music. I'm not, I've never really been like, I've never really been like turned off to Kate to like pop music before. I've always just kind of liked it and I've always been really into like hip hop. I mean, like I grew up listening to like punk, like the Dead Kennedys and Minor Threat and stuff like that. I've always just kind of been all over the place with like the music I like. Um, so I think it was kind of inevitable that I would sort of get into K-pop because it kind of just picks up sort of like all the elements of like there's some strange... popular music I like. Yeah, like, there's some strange correlation I've seen between, like, being a teenage fan of the Dead Kennedys and... And liking K-pop. Being, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, actually, just the other like, day. Like, when, American teenager likes Dead Kennedys. Ten years later, they like K-pop. Like, uh, just yesterday, in fact, when we were walking the studio dog, um, I was listening to, uh, I think it was uh, AOA and also the Dead Kennedys on the same playlist. I mean, like, I just, my taste in music's all over the place, and the sort of kind of just, like, not only has it really kind of grabbed me, but there's such a wealth of material. Like, it's kind of, like you said about the rabbit hole, there's just so much to explore. There's, yeah, the, the only, like, real binding factor I have with music is that it has to be good. Yeah. I only listen to good music. I, I like, uh... I don't listen to garbage, and, I, uh... I like stuff that's just catchy. Like, I like catchy music, I like cute girls, it works out, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, if you like catchy music, if you like cute girls, or if you want something that is that actually has a ton of talent going into it, K-pop is for you. And not to mention, like, the music videos, which I think is a big part of what makes K-pop as popular as it is, yeah. is that they have these super creative, like, that's very what, colorful, very, like, aesthetically pleasing music videos. Yeah, that's, like, what makes it what it is. It's a very visual... And, um, and how the video goes and how popular video is, like, can play a huge role in what that band standing is going to end up being. And, like, this, it's, I, I mean, okay, so maybe everyone's familiar with pop music, but I'm not. Um, you you tend to think, well, why does this, um, why does this uh, group need 13 members when none of them play instruments and all they do is sing? They, it's more than music. They, they dance, they, uh, they, um... They sing, they write music, they they do all kinds of stuff. They they are idols. Like they put on a show. They they have uh, an image. Yeah. Um, so here's the part where the story gets depressing. Is the first K-pop band I really, really, really ever fell in love with, Sistar. And as it stands, uh, our first bit of news for the night is that uh, Sistar released their final song today. Uh, Lonely, which is, uh, I just watched a little bit earlier, actually, it was yesterday, but, um, it's, uh, Sistar announced last week that they're going to be going their separate ways, and, uh, after this comeback with a single Lonely, which, uh, 
is a really, I mean, it's a hell of a way, hell of a send off too, because it's a really beautiful song and like the video is really sweet. It's the video just them, almost like, made me cry. Yeah, it's just them like burrowing around Macau. I'm assuming that's Macau at least. I liked I, my favorite part was when she uh, did the the flashing them. Oh yeah, like, like it's not a sister video unless someone gets flashed. So, <laughs> um, and it, it's it's like. I mean, like, it sucks because, like I said, like, it's sort of, they're the group I sort of fell in love with. I I even made fun of you because So Cool sounded like such an old song, but then I heard Touch My Body and I immediately, like, was infatuated with them. Or you saw Touch My Body? Yeah, I saw the video for Touch My Body. (laughs) Um, Not to say their music isn't good. No, their music's fantastic. And it makes sense that their last song is also not, like, a summer jam because, like, I was just listening to Shake It, like... Yeah, you can't just be, like, happy and also... I was listening to Shake It the other day, and, like, that was the first time I've ever listened to that song and actually felt sad because of it. The catchy song would have been very strange. Yeah. Just dancing along to it and crying at the same time. But it's a very, like, mid-tempo sort of song, and it's kind of, like, it's, it seems like a sad video, but really it's not. It's just, it's a very, like, it's a very dignified goodbye for a group that that is getting a chance. It's bittersweet. Bittersweet. It's a very dignified goodbye for a group that's doing it their way Mm -hmm. instead of just like, instead of just like any other group where they fail to sell an album and then they break up. It's like Sistar has been majorly popular and like financially successful and they've kind of grown bigger than what they are now, you know? So, yeah, it's bittersweet. Um, they also did a farewell uh, special stage on Mnet today, which was a medley of Touch My Body, Loving You, and Shake It, which was really great to watch. <clears throat> kind of seeing those songs live for, like, the final time. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Um, well, yeah, all that you said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put in my bets, too. Um, yeah, it was, I... it was bittersweet. It was uh, sad. It made me feel really sad. But um, also made me feel happy because they're moving on with their lives and going on to bigger things. Yeah. But, like, this moment in their lives and this moment in my life is over. And it won't be the same ever again. Yeah, summer is canceled. And winter is coming. Um, I also like the little nihilistic quote at the end. That, uh, uh, I, <laughs> I don't know which one said it, but, uh, the quote was, With time, everything will be forgotten, and so will you. <laughs> I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's kind of a bummer. It's very nihilistic, but it's also comforting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the heartbreak of the week. And now we're going to move on to my favorite story of the week, which I'd like you to read. <laughs> it's incredible. Okay, let's not do this again. <laughs> All right. Talking about Big Bang earlier. Big Bang's top smoked weed. <laughs> and got routed out. Claimed e-cig and YGE statement. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. It's a big deal. It's it's very big. Yeah, it's, big, it's a big, big, deal. big deal. It's not funny to smoke pot. No, it's not. <laughs> According to the Seoul Metropolitan Police Agency, a trichoscopy resulted in a positive... A trichoscopy, that, by the way, is a, sorry. Oh, go ahead. It's a hair test, so that's that's some pretty big shit. Resulted in a positive reaction, indicating that Top had smoked marijuana. It is. It was revealed that he had used marijuana last October, but it is not yet clear whether it was whether it was that he was a continuous user of the drug. <laughs> 
The, po- <laughs> the prosecutor's office accusing Top of violating illegal drug laws. <laughs> now there's an update, too. New details surrounding Top's marijuana investigation have just been... Do you want me to read this? No. <laughs> Sorry. Just cut this. Just cut this out. New details surrounding Top's. Mar- Stop giggling in the background. Sorry. New details surrounding Top's marijuana investigation have just been revealed via his official police report. According to the report, Top smoked marijuana a num- total of three times sometime between the dates of October 9th and 12th, 2016, at his house in Yongsan with a female in her 20s. The police report shows that Top initially de- initially denied the allegation, saying, I didn't smoke marijuana, it was just an electronic cigarette. However, the female that he smoked with confessed to using marijuana during that time. So she ratted him out. She ratted him out. And, I mean, G-Dragon also had a very similar incident happen where he said that a Japanese guy at a party offered him a, a an odd-smelling cigarette. Yeah, like a, like, like a, like one of the best-known, like, hip-hop musicians in the world doesn't know what uh, marijuana is. I just, I just like that G Dragon's excuse was just all oh, those sneaky Japanese. I like how I, I also like how uh, YG's um, punishment to these artists is to make them do a month of reflection, a deep reflection, a deep reflection. G Dragon had to do it. Now Top's got to do it. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Now this is a little bit of a bigger deal because uh, Top is currently serving with the uh, military police and uh, getting caught smoking weed. While he, I'm assuming this was a um, a hair test that he got going into the military since he just recently, uh, is doing his enlistment. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what's going to result from this. Probably nothing more likely than not. He'll probably end up getting like some shitty military duty, but that's probably about it. Um, I just think it's kind of hilarious that like, this is a thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's so silly. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> I feel like the deep reflection thing is just kind of like YG saying, like Papa YG saying, saying who cares? Yeah. yeah lay, keep your head down for a couple months or something. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny actually reading some forums about this. It's just funny how like seriously they treat it. Because people, um netizens are just like acting like he just stomped on a puppy in public or something (laughs) just smoked a little weed man um we are of the opinion that netizens are always wrong yeah so whatever they say you just have to believe it's probably bullshit um moving on another piece of heartbreaking news uh crystal from uh fx and exo's kai have just broken up uh reportedly because of uh busy schedules they were dating for one year and one month Fair enough. Um, you may recall another scandal where Kai got in trouble for buying condoms last year, <laughs> and the store clerk saved the receipt and uploaded it on the internet, which I think is illegal to do here, but I don't know about Korea. Did he buy monster condoms? I don't. I do not know the size, but um, <laughs> first, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess that's pretty sad. Yeah. I don't really like FX or EXO for that matter. I don't really like FX. Uh, you know, EXO is kind of boring to me. I do like Kai because he's like one of the few dark-skinned K-pop stars, and he's very proud of his dark skin, which is cool because of uh, uh yeah, there's this weird stigma about it. But yeah, um, the, I, I just I'm kind of curious. Uh, eventually, let's go back and like. If we do an episode about scandals, I'm going to read into that, because I'm wondering how, like, 
Like, I know it's because of the receipt, but I just like to imagine it was him, like, kind of bragging. He's like, oops, I dropped my <laughs> monster condom for my magnum dong. My <laughs> <I> magnum dong. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think the scandal involved them buying the condoms together, which doesn't seem like a very good idea if you're trying to avoid attention. Yeah, let's just get two celebrities together and just have get them go like, into a store. Just get, like, a non-famous friend to do it or something. Um, well, good for him for having safe sex, though. Yeah, it's uh, very important. Very important. I mean, it's better than <clears throat> the fact that that fucking frog fucker from, uh, from you know Hot just killed my one of my favorite groups ever with his dick. Condoms might be uncomfortable, but you know what's more uncomfortable? Having getting to, pregnant by Moon having, Hee Jun. That's having to raise a child <laughs> that looks like Moon Hee Jun. Yep. Uh, crayon Pop, which, uh, no bias here, I... No bias here, but the unequivocal best, you know, Korean pop group uh, on the planet. We don't actually worship them or anything. Yeah, I don't, you know, worship crayon pop or anything. <laughs> that, like that would be silly. <laughs> yeah, um, are in fact not dead, which actually almost makes up for the fact <clears throat> that Sistar is because uh, they are going to continue as four members. Um, so uh, I didn't. I really didn't know that they were still together. Yeah. Well, they they were they didn't disband air quotes but they were uh, ceasing activities after this summer but uh, well all their contracts expired but uh seal who uh just very recently gave birth to her first daughter with a uh, frog human hybrid moon he june of hot um has opted to leave the group for you know obvious I'm sure, reasons i'm sure he's a very nice guy yeah i'm sure he's fantastic I'm sure he has a great sense of humor mm -hmm. yeah I, he he probably <clears throat> does considering that you know he still has a rat tail um Ooh. so uh chrome entertainment the company representing crayon pop uh Stated, uh, Group Crayon Pop has decided against disbandment. Activities will continue, however, member Seul has withdrawn from the group. Because of this, the Crayon Pop members in the company have had long discussions. After much deliberation, the group decided to continue due to the attachment the members have towards Crayon Pop. Internationally, Crayon Pop are still receiving love calls. Members are scheduled to perform overseas during the summer, of course. The members will be in different capacities as compared to the previous contracts. The members will pursue acting activities such as dramas, musicals, plays, etc. under different management companies. The original five-member Crayon Pop group is now four members. Last year, because of panic disorder, I can't believe they're still saying that, uh, that was initially the excuse they used for Seoul. Uh, halting activities with the group mm. was panic disorder, which right. I guess you would panic if, you know, you got knocked up by that dude. Um, <laughs> in November of 2016, announced marriage to Hot's uh, Moon Hee Jun because of pregnancy. They got married in February and Seol gave birth earlier this month. Seol has stopped entertainment activities due to her marriage, pregnancy, and panic disorder. I Once again, I cannot believe they're still saying that. Um... <laughs> Maybe she, like, actually does have a panic disorder. Yeah, she might. Um, well, I mean, like, yeah, while it sucks that the original five are no longer the original five, I mean, I'll take four over nothing. So, I'm cool with it. Uh, basically because earlier in the month it was kind of announced that they were pretty much donezo altogether. Um, Crayon Pop has unfortunately not been one of the more successful groups. To, but they're uh, fucking awesome! But they're rad. They rule. They rule. And if I had millions of dollars, I would fund their uh, career entirely. Just for my Absolutely. own entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, 
the next piece of news, uh, another group that is not necessarily back from the dead, but uh, I guess is more of kind of like a... Oh, fucking Pletus again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Pletus, these assholes. They're at it again. Um, so I guess the this huge. is kind of like the C- Cthulhu is dead but sleeping. Uh, so is after school, because... Uh, it, how do you even say Yui. Yui. Uh, has announced that she is leaving after school, which prompted a reaction of, I didn't know after school was still around. Yeah, me neither. Um, Pletus is still holding the group hostage, as our uh, friends of Red Asian Junkie have stated. <laughs> which, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Um, in her letter, you They're like fucking mustache-twirling evil. They're, you know, it's not even that. They're just, like, hilariously incompetent. Like, like, instead of, like, putting money towards, like, Newest or Orange Caramel or, like, every other fucking group that they had under their, uh, umbrella, they just bought an office building. Because why not? So, because I, I don't even know what they are anymore, like... <laughs> they're an office building. Yeah, they're an office building. I don't... They, they have to be a front for, like, the Korean Mafia or something. <laughs> Anyway, uh, in her letter, Yui it's probably said... probably who uh, top bought the marijuana from. Yeah, he probably got his pot from the Pletus <laughs> Uh It seems like it was just yesterday that I debuted through after school, but it has already been eight years since then. My fellow members who were high schoolers at the time and now college students, and my occupation has changed as well, she continued. Over the years, graduating from after school seemed like a faraway event, but somehow it it's now my turn. I'm thankful to everyone at Pletus, and I'm both thankful and apologetic to my fellow after-school members. I'll try my best to become a bright and hard-working UE, she concluded. Well, I mean, good for her. She got out, so yeah. um, that still leaves five members of after-school. I just, like, you know when someone does, like, such a good job of acting that you kind of just don't like them in real life? Yeah. That's how I feel about UE. She was in a show you liked, right? Yeah. Um, As a you're, you're beautiful. Ah, and, and she was the villain? She was, yes, yeah, she was awful. And um, I just can't... You just can't like just her. Can't. Well, if it makes you feel better, I think she feuds with one of the Orange Caramel girls, so I automatically so don't like her. Maybe she is like that in real Yeah, she life. probably is like that. Um, so, yeah, there's still five people in after school officially, which have not been disbanded, but they just don't have any activities going right now. Uh, and that includes the three girls in Orange Caramel. Um, which I don't know why they're even continuing after school. I mean, they should just call it Orange Caramel Plus and throw the other two chicks in there. You it, know? Is, it is after school because they all graduated. Yeah, they're all too old now. Um, and Orange Caramel was always more popular than after school anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so when I saw this article, like, my first thought was, oh, I didn't know they still existed. Um. Yeah, Same. I've never really been a huge fan of After School. I mean, like, I like one of their songs, but like I stated earlier in the episode, like, my group has always kind of been Orange Caramel, so. Uh, Good job getting away from Pletus. I don't know how long it took her to get out of that dungeon, but good for her. Um, I hope the other girls escape soon, so they can actually, you know, do something. Um, And our last bit of news, uh, another one of my... Favorites uh, twice, twice to make their Japanese debut with an album full of their hit songs in Japanese. Nito. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, yeah, the girls are going to be compiling a best of album of all their Korean songs, resung in Japanese, which will include like Ua Ah, Cheer Up, TT, Knock Knock, and Signal, which I'm actually kind of pumped for. Well, uh, I, yes, I know they're not meant to be in Japanese. I feel but. different. Like, because they were written to be in Korean. Yeah, but I mean, you could easily translate it. 
I mean, like the the Japanese it version the of Kumbaya songs. They were funny. written to be in Korean. I guess you you have to translate it and then make it fit the beat, and it just doesn't <clears throat> turn out as good. I mean, good for twice making that yen. If you write a song in Japanese, then fine, sing it in Japanese. Right. If you write a song in Korean, sing it in Korean. I have a twice poster right like, behind my head right now, so. I mean, good for them. Like, why can't you just why like Japan? Why can't you just listen to? Well, Black, an album in a different language. Blackpink uh, just released promos for uh, the Japanese version of their album. I just every every which is pretty tight. Version, I actually think it's good. Every version of a song I've heard that's in another language like that is just not good. But the weird thing about like the English or not the English, well, yeah, kind of the Japanese version of Boombaya is that it's in English. But you know what? They're not ruining. The they're not ruining the Korean version by singing it in Japanese. So yeah. just li- keep on listening to the originals. I mean. Cool. I'm glad that I'm glad they're doing well. I hope they it's make like, a shit ton of money over it's there. It's like liking subs over dubs. Yeah, I just like the subs. But um, yeah, it's cool that they also have a best of album and they've existed for like under two years. That's dope too. I mean, they are pretty much the most successful girl group in history at this point. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, TT, in fact, is like the I think like the fifth highest viewed k-pop video in history at the moment on youtube so and funny enough they're just not on spotify no they're not actually very few yg artists are on spotify i think just girls generation not even all their stuff not even the snoop dogg song which is why you should get apple music because apple music has a shit ton of k-pop yes um all kill cast funded by apple music (laughs) sponsored by apple so that about, yeah, wraps it up for news. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about... So what, uh, what's your song of the week? My like, song what, of the week? Yeah, what is something that you've been listening to a lot this a week? A lot. Whether um, it's new or old or... It's uh, Size, I Love It, which is uh, actually quite new. Yeah, just came um, out this month, right? Yes. It has a uh, sweet music video with the um, Apple Pen, Pineapple Pen guy. Oh, you, you know yeah. who that is? The main dude. Yeah. I for some reason in my head I was thinking of the one with the girl from A Pink. Oh no. That's the other. Not A Pen. Oh. Pineapple Pen. Oh, I see. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's cool. Um, it was co-written by Sai and uh, my bias Zico. From Block B. Yeah. Um, and it's like just really good. It has like a kind of like retro, punkish vibe to it. Um, and also, I would recommend checking out the Zico version of it, uh, the the rough cut, um, which is on his Instagram or probably YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, what is your uh, favorite song this week? Uh, my favorite song this week is an oldie from 2015. Yeah, that's old. <laughs> yeah, uh, "Heart Attack" by AOA. Um, for a while, the only AOA songs I knew were "Like a Cat," which I thought was okay, and "Mini Skirt," which I think is fantastic. Um, uh, yes, you do. And so uh, that's a video I've watched a lot. Okay. Um, so I decided to check you, out some of their. Why is there a why is there toilet paper next to your computer? <laughs> it's for sniffling. Um, so I uh, I decided to check out uh, some of their older their older tunes. Okay. And uh, I've actually found that I really like Heart Attack. It's a uh, it's a brave sound song, which uh, everybody who listens to this is familiar with. Um, it's got a kind of a thumping beat, which I know some people have problems with, but I actually really enjoy it. It has a lot of Jimin. I like thumping beat. Uh, it's got a lot of Jimin in it. 
which I really enjoy because she's my bias. Uh, I like Jimin. Has a lot of Choa, who is also my bias Fucking swap. right, that's Jimin. Different Jimin, though. Not Guy Jimin. Lady Jimin. Still fucking The squeaky-voiced girl. Yeah, I know. Um, it's fucking right, it's her. I, I really like the music video a lot. It's uh, them being the worst uh, lacrosse players on the planet. Uh, it's just a, it's a cool song. I've been listening to it a lot this week. And uh, if you haven't heard it, which I'm sure most people who listen to are listening to this have check it out um so I've also uh, recently been introduced to the um cupcake twice remixes oh yeah so if you have Someone's some time been... on your hands please check those out some creative genius has been mixing a cup cupcake songs with uh twice and it's to really beautiful. decent results um, I think cupcake might be my favorite member of twice yeah she's the 10th member of twice yeah Okay, so, it's 2017. Okay. The second-gen groups are pretty much almost all gone. Yeah. Uh, the seven-year curse is hit again with Sistar, who called it quits this week. Who's next? Things are looking bleak. Things are looking bad. If you're so a second-gen fan, which luckily I can only think of a couple second-gen groups that I like... Um, so we read a list of uh, who is going to... and er, whose contracts are ending this year... And do you think they're going to reno? Groups whose contracts are expiring this year. ZEA. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. CN Blue. Yeah, maybe. They've been together since 2009. Yep, seven-year curse. Yeah, so that, that might be. Uh, Sistar. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this list was written <laughs> in 2016. Sorry. <laughs> Don't mean to put salt in anyone's wounds. Uh, Infinite. Yeah, I would say Possibly, Infinite, yeah. probably. Miss A? For sure. There's no way Miss A is going to survive the year. Uh, Teen Top? Pr Maybe? 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 Possibly? Girls Day? Actually, I think so. Girls Day just released two songs at the end of March, and they're pretty uh, they're pretty good, so they might not. Hmm. Nine Muses? Oh, shit, yeah. Never heard of them. I didn't know. Nine Muses is for sure going to die this year. <laughs> There's no fucking way that they are literally... It. Going to... There's not even nine of them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, four of them left already. Um, jumping ship early. Uh, Pentagon, I think, is donezo. Uh, two of the guys jumped off that was, ship. That was my... Oh, well... That was, that was what I put on the list as the one... But thanks for stealing that. Well, you can talk about it No, it's cool, want. it's cool, it's cool. It's fine. Uh, Pentag That's what I was gonna say. Pentagon is Cube Entertainment's boy group who, um... The two of the dudes jump ship to go work with Yuna for uh, her charity group. Triple H. Triple H. Not to be confused with the wrestler, Triple H. Um, which their one big song they have out, 365-something is, I don't even know what the hell it's called, is actually a huge flop. Um, so I think uh, Pentagon's done for. Um, I think A-Pink I think you were the one who mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I was the one who mentioned both yeah. of these. Now, what's your reasoning for thinking A-Pink is going? Because they have a comeback next month. I just don't... Is it because of the girl in the side video? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a telltale sign yeah. that their band is going to break up. Look what happened to 4-Minute with Yuna yep. after she was in Gangnam Style. Yep. She just got too famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Well... Just, I just don't really feel too much about A-Pink. Does they, that make sense? Yeah, they're kind of just... They're around. That's how I feel about them. They're, they're still kind of sort of a second-gen band. I know that Tierra 
is have or they're releasing a song like this month, but they're for sure breaking up though. Like I think that's already been announced. Yeah, I do like them. Um, they have their whole bullying incident, which we'll talk about on our scandals mm-hmm. episode. Man, that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one. Really exciting and boring at the same time because <laughs> none of the scandals are actually really that juicy. Except for the one of the uh, girl from A-Pink who held a bag of oranges out a window. That is <laughs> That is a very awful. juicy scandal. That is just awful. Yeah. Um, so if you enjoyed the show, we're going to be on iTunes at some point. Um, they're probably all going to be about this length, like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on what nice, we're talking nice about. Nice little nugget of time. Yeah. It's a nice little uh, news update. We're going to try to put it out weekly. Um so if you enjoyed the show, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, you, Check us out Tumblr, on Tumblr. Which is mostly just memes. but K-pop memes. K-pop memes. We <laughs> you might, can never get enough K-pop memes. We might do some actual posting on it. I don't know. Um, I did post to get iTunes instead of... Uh, oh, to get Apple Music instead of uh, yeah, yeah, Spotify. That, that thing. Um, we're probably not going to make a Facebook I kind of doubt it. I mean, like, who uses Facebook anyway? Yeah. It's for old people. Old fogies. Yeah. Um, We got a lot of our news today from uh, AsianJunkie.com, which has become my new favorite website. Yeah, it's a fun website. Um, K-Popocalypse. K-Popalypse. Which uh, is a fantastic site, too. Uh, The guy who runs it writes for Asian Junkie. It's not for the faint of heart. No, it's not. Um, But it's really, really, really super funny. Yeah, it is. Um, So, yeah, I guess that really does it for tonight's episode. Yeah. All right, until next time, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.